Welcome back to another podcast hosted by another Marvel guy. This is episode 17. Wow. Recording this on Sunday, uh, February 14th. I'm here with my co-host, Colin, Tom G. What's up? How's it going, man? Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully, uh, happy Valentine's you spent day. the whole day inside like I did doing absolutely nothing, which I, I couldn't have asked for more. Yeah, I celebrated it yesterday. Um, I did get a new pop figure. Yeah. I got uh, Endgame Korg with a little controller in his oh hand. Oh, my God. And the headset. Yeah. It, <laughs> does it say new Master 69 on it? No. I wish it did that. That'd be that funny. That would be funny. Well, I mean, guess what, guys? Another episode of WandaVision has dropped, and of course, that will be the number one thing we will be talking about today, right? What do you think? Yeah. What are your overall thoughts? Give me like, okay, ready? I'm going to throw this at you. And I, I didn't tell him about this okay. beforehand. R- rank the last three episodes. That's it. The last three. So uh, what is it? Actually, no, from three to six. Are we on six or five? We're on five. Uh, what, No, we just, saw, we just six. saw six. So from three to six. Once we left yeah. the WandaVision reality, like the 60 sitcoms, which one of those has been the best episode for you, at least? Maybe not do a ranking because that might be hard. So, um, I was actually going to ask you this at the end of the, uh, end of the well, episode, so it. I already have mine mapped out. So I got number, I got episode five at number one. Mm-hmm. At first I had number four at second, uh, but after rewatching six, I do like it a lot. I'll talk about why. Uh, so six is number two. Episode four is number three. Uh, and then I'll go three, two, no, three, one, two. Yeah. In order. I think. Yeah. All I can say is that my favorite episode was probably five. Seeing Vision five start is, to fight five back is so good. was, I mean, the acting in that, those scenes too, the emotion that they showed. Um, mm-hmm. I'd actually say six is, so I'd go five, four, three, six. Um, wow. Yeah. Really? I mean, I, I like this episode. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I just felt like. It was nothing we already didn't know. The only thing it really... I mean, it did introduce a lot of stuff. It, it's just a lot of setup, you know? And I'm just getting yeah. more... Like, I get it. More and more setup. We're going to get a payoff. I just wanted to start Well, you know what off. happened, too? It was like four was like, okay, the big breakthrough, right? Yeah. Five, you play on that, and you add in like crazy, like, you know, spoiler at the end. Yeah. Obviously, with uh, Pietro coming back. And then you go into six thinking, like, it's going to keep crescendoing. And it does to an extent, you know, at the very end. But, yeah, the first 20 minutes was more of the sitcom, which, to be fair, I actually like this sitcom episode the best. I just think, like, they nailed the whole 90s, the Malcolm and the Miller Oh, intro. I agree. I, I um, thought it was awesome. Yeah, Halloween episode was cool. I like the the, the comic um, costumes were funny, too. But they actually, like, worked. Yeah, they did. Kind of actually looked decent. Someone pointed out too. I saw a picture, and uh, Vision's eyes are—they look different than if you look in his uh, pre-death, um, you know, Infinity yeah. War. They're more like computer-like, and in this one, they're more 
human-like. They don't have, like, the rotating kind of, like, tech within inside okay. of it. Okay. And that kind of... Does that kind of go with the whole Project Cataract? I mean, one thing that... It somehow leans into it. What? And I know in the credits, go at the end, they'll always zoom into his one Yeah, eye that's how it... That's how end. it always goes from the showing characters to becoming the just hexagons. It finishes by zooming in on his eye. And one thing we do see every single uh, credit scene too is the their house just like imploding, like all the it's like their beautiful picturesque house, and it breaks down into a million little hexagons. Anyways, read of that what you will, but uh. Yeah, man. I do you so so. What else? How would how would Ultron be involved? Like, what would his motivations be? Does that mean that could he be working with Agnes? Like, that part of the theory doesn't fit for me. Like, it doesn't fit with the Agnes part. See, I it might be a, a thing where there's actually, I mean, dude, the final battle of this show could kind of be insane if you think about yeah. it. You have Vision, Wanda. Uh, Agatha, most likely like a nightmarish, uh, you know, multiverse and villain. And speed. You have the twins. Yeah, Monica. Yep, Photon. Um, the engineer who's coming soon, which we'll talk about in a bit. Doctor Strange is coming. It's possible that you can see, uh, like Mordo or, I mean, who even knows? The, oh, Dottie. Dottie. Dottie is supposed to be playing someone yeah, important she, in like episode yeah. eight and nine. She's in the 2000s, we know that, so she might actually be in the next episode yeah. also. So, this final battle could actually be kind of insane, and to the point where I think there could actually be two villains here, like Ultron mm-hmm. could be it, but he doesn't even know like the other side of the multiverse and like what's yeah. going on. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bigger power at play, and then Ultron kind of gets dwarfed. Like, Yeah, because I think... I don't know. I've always felt it was weird to get rid of him in like one movie, and uh, I think this would be a perfect time to bring him back. Well, it's called Age and of Ultron, and it's weird too. They've mentioned Ultron like twice. Yeah, they have, and they've also re- well. To be fair though, they've also referenced everybody from Wanda's past. They've referenced Stark a bunch of times. They've referenced her parents, who we still haven't met. Like, I don't know. Well, they're dead. Well, wait. What'd you say? They're dead. Oh yeah, but I mean they reference I I I don't know. So is Ultron technically? I mean Ultron was burned from the internet, but you know, it's it's definitely something. I mean it could be like Ultron from another multiverse that found a, a working Vision's body and has Wanda recreate it. One thing that I know that they're obsessed about that they, you know, they kind of bring up a bunch is her bringing someone back to life, and even Agnes when the the dog guys goes. You can do this. You can do that. And it just, it makes me think that 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 power also has something to do with it. You know? Yeah. So the idea, I don't know if you noticed also, uh, the dog dies almost like a soul for a soul type of thing. And Pietro comes like 10 seconds later in the episode. Oh. Wow. Kind of feeding off the soul thing. Could be, could be another nightmare thing. I feel like I've convinced a decent amount of people now that, that it's nightmare. Yeah. And I... Yeah, one thing, too, I want to mention is that they actually do bring up the word chaos for her chaos magic in the intro. Like, don't try to stop the chaos. I, I think that I think that's pretty interesting. I think we'll I think that 
indicates that we'll delve deeper into like you know terminology surrounding her magic because all we know about wanda so far is you know what we got from maria hill and from vision and wanda slightly in avengers it's like i don't know what my powers are really but i know they come from the mind stone and then maria hill is like yeah he's fast and she's weird so i'd really like to understand and like who better to explain that shit to than dr strange yeah like has wanda ever read a book on her magic does she even know what the fuck she's doing she just kind of knows how to wiggle her hands and make stuff happen like she's had no honing of her skills and she still has the most raw power in the entire of the entire mcu yeah i think strange is the only one that can really combat her which i think we'll see at the end you think he just shows up and it's just like enough and he like breaks her reality and tears down the walls That'd be crazy. See, I think, I literally think the best, I, what I think is going to happen is we're kind of, we're going to see all of her flashbacks and grief lead up to this moment. I think that's when we're going to see her break, pretty much. And I think that's when we get the new suit unleashed. That's when the battle starts to happen with Sword. We know it's during the day. We don't know if it's against Sword, though, so that's another thing. Yeah. Um, It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I, like, one thing I know, I mean, we're going to get an odd to it eventually. You might as well talk about it now. The line, no more mutants. I'm just really excited to see, because she can't say that. That doesn't make sense in context to the show. I wonder how they're going to adapt that. Now, we know that one thing, too, that we got this up. Yeah, one thing, too, that I think is going to happen, essentially, is they're going to say Photon or Monica had an inherent gene. So Darcy crossed over this episode one thing i mentioned to you earlier i asked do you think she's gonna get powers and you said i don't think so i completely agree with you i just wanted to see your side of it however i think that that'll be a really good like darcy will come out they'll study her cells and be like oh how come yours didn't change like why why aren't you like that and then they're gonna be like oh monica is predisposed she has a gene in her body basically explaining the x gene right and I think that yeah. b- before it all ends, we know how powerful Wanda is. I think she loses her shit, and she just does it to the, to the entire world. I think the entire world gets surrounded by her reality. But, like, like and, and everyone that crosses through the barrier that has the X gene is now a mutant. That's the only way, because they got to introduce mutants. Maybe they don't have to. They don't have to do shit. But, like, if they are going to introduce mutants, they can't just say, oh, it, the only mutants are the ones that were in Westview, New Jersey at the time. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. I think it's kind of a cheap version to uh, uh, partially what you said. But, yeah, I don't think they'll do it to, like, everyone who just crosses the barrier. I think it's going to be something more like an energy blast that'll happen. Yeah, like a molt. I, I don't even know. If they make it so every single, if only the people like from Westview were mutants, I think that would be awful. Yeah, I think that'd be terrible. I agree. <laughs> I think that'd be like one of the worst story things ever. Like you're telling me that magically, like all the X Men and stuff just happened to be in Westview. I don't. It's just weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? One th- like you're seeing all those characters come from one spot. Yeah. God, I'm just so excited. One thing too about this episode that I loved that I've written down. I'm looking at my notes now, right? So. One of the other things that I wrote was, you know, Vision's kind of pulling the wool over Wanda's eyes. Like, early on in the episode, he comes downstairs. She goes, oh, thank you for putting this on. And then he goes, in a very serious tone, it's the only thing in my closet. And then Wanda gives her, 
gives him a look and then he goes, but I love it. And he pretends to love it. And he's also, you know, pretending to be with the night watch and he's, he's really trying to figure out and break this reality. And even at one point, um, uh, Tyler says, you know, he really wants to get out of there. Doesn't he? Cause he does. Yeah. When he's breaking yeah. out. Yeah. Which first of all, that scene. So that's why I, this scene, I bumped this scene over four. That scene was really good. I don't like the, if you listen back and, the CGI, first of all, is incredible. Yeah. I know, like, bad CGI. You, no one will ever say anything good about good CGI, but everyone will always bitch about bad yeah, CGI. Exactly. And I and they absolutely that scene looks like legit. It doesn't even. I don't know. I mean, I'm watching it on like a decently nice TV and stuff too, so you can tell like when things are like computerized. That looked so legit. The background music was insane. It literally felt like another dying moment. It almost the background music almost for a second felt like the uh Vormir. sounded like the Vormir yeah. music. Yeah. It has that vibe. Um, I obviously yeah, I don't think it was, but it was kind of meant to feel like that. And then like the one piece, the one big piece gets shredded off of him. Yeah. And hits the barrier. I don't know. It was probably the best um looking and feeling moment so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I agree. And he's just like reaching it's out. It's one of those times where they broke away from the TV reality because, like, the the way the powers are kind of shown in the earlier episodes are confined to the time period that they're in, like what they would be able to do on television, like Wanda snapping yeah. her fingers in the '60s and a pot appears. Right? If she did that now, you know, we'd probably see it materialize out of thin air, like with particles coming together. It wouldn't be as clunky or weird looking. So it's not, it, well, I mean, the MCU is the MCU. I wonder how much money they sunk into all that CGI. If you think about it, there hasn't been a lot used, like, at all. Yeah. Really? I mean, there really hasn't been. Yeah, true. For the most part. Most of the episodes is just sitcom, obviously the barrier that it's shown at, you know, all the swords uh, spots. But yeah. everything, uh, the budget seems to be, like, really ramped up for these last, Two to three episodes, for sure. Well, I'm I'm ready for it. Same. Okay. Uh, one more thing we might as well just touch on was the uh, the engineer. Yeah, we need to touch on the engineer. We also need to talk about the commercial and um, that horrifying commercial that made me incredibly uncomfortable. But uh, go ahead. Continue. So, yeah, the yeah. engineer. You have more theories on this than I do, and, I, and I'd love to hear it. At first, like obviously the John Krasinski Reed Richards shit is everywhere. I mean, everyone has fan casted it. There's I feel like if he's not casted, when you look, it, it's gonna disappoint when, everybody. When you look at pictures when you look at Reed Richards MCU, like on Google Images, it's just John Krasinski's head on a bunch of different uh Yeah, <laughs> and it's court, all from that um, one boss seems. logic. Uh you know he actually works for Kevin Feige now, boss logic. Yeah, he works for like Disney, I think. Yeah, right? well, he like, he works for their he works for their Marvel's concept art department. I think, I yeah, I think we're leaning towards male. Personally, I think it's Blue Marvel, and obviously, like her and Monica, him and Monica have a um, relationship in the comic. It it makes total sense for it to be him. I I think it is him, but also I can can I give you a rundown on Blue Marvel's uh, abilities? So he has. Superhuman strength. He's in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, he has... <laughs> that's a superpower, <laughs> I guess. I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm reading out of order. Speed, stamina, reflexes, endurance senses, durability, intelligence, longevity, uh, flight, energy manipulation, 
absorption and projection, um, hand-to-hand combat, highly proficient engineer and physicist, molecular manipulation, light manipulation, and antimatter manipulation. Kind of, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm leaning towards it with you now. Like now that I read that, and it's someone who's tied to Monica. It's not gonna be so, like someone unrelated to her. She has to know him somehow. You know, it's this whole connected hoopla of the MCU. But yeah, I, energy manipulate manipulation, like photon blast, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of is all the same. Do you think he gets his powers then too, or do you think we just see him for the first time? I mean, I, I think it'd be kind of dumb if he didn't get his powers. Because he's just like an engineer right now, kind of the same thing with Monica. I think they're going to all go through the barrier. Yeah. And so I think that's where you would start to see. So maybe the barrier is kind of like a, well, obviously, well, they already said it, but like a molecular, you know, changing device. It's just weird. I don't know. They're not going to use it to just make it. So if you go through it, you become a mutant. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, well, the predisposition, of course, obviously, plays into a role. In yeah, that, 100%. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We get Fantastic Four. It'd be crazy. The thing is, too, is like they don't want to do the Fantastic Four like plain old. Like personally, I think if they if they if they don't bring in one of the characters earlier, I think it's just gonna be dumb to do like another setup perfect like origin where the four of them like come. Yeah. Like the the worst part about the 2015 movie is at the end where he's like, "It's fantastic." What'd you say? It's fantastic. And then they just come up with the Fantastic yeah. Four name. Like, you know what I mean? I really hope they don't do that. I, so it would be nice to have, like, Johnny or Reed brought in first. Another thing, too, uh, Mikey Sutton, not a lot of people. Like, he, he's okay with scoops and stuff. He got, like, the Spider-Man deal stuff, mm-hmm. right? He did say that the Illuminati was going to be formed and that Reed and Professor X would be some of the first people brought in. Wow. I mean, it kind of sounds like a little bit of fabrication. A little bit. Fabrication. But, I mean, Namor's coming in and stuff now, too. So I think you actually are. And, like, you know, T'Challa would have been on the Illuminati. So I think it's going to come. Just not yet, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so I, I could see that. I'm excited for whoever's coming, whatever the engineer is going to do. People are saying that each commercial is uh, part of, it represents like an Infinity Stone, too. I'm telling you, I don't think the Infinity Stones are gone. They're obviously not going to be like the. Center, oh, they're not gone. I think they'll play. I a agree. Bit of a role. I mean, if you bring Vision back. Oh, here's one thing to know. Maybe it's just because of the recreation, but if you look, why is the Mind Stone still attached to his head? In his head. Yeah, when, when that's he an interesting question. It's either actually the Mind Stone, because the Mind Stone would exist without Vision's body, right? If you ripped away yeah. Vision's body, the Mind Stone would still be there, or it's a physical projection from Wanda just to kind of make her feel good. And it just so happens to be the yeah. last thing to go. Who knows? That makes sense. Uh, they are casting and looking into getting Mayan uh, warriors for black Panther two. Ooh, I think that's kind of feeds into the, um, Namor possibly that, but also like, we're going to see some Egyptian stuff within like Eternals. I think they're like really starting to bring like the past into the present and rewrite it in an MCU. Like look at it. Yeah. yeah. I I think that's, that's only natural. Yeah, of course. And I think the Kugler thing too, like they're wanting to explore Wakanda and, you know, suddenly without T'Challa, that's probably going to be one of the crux they're going to lean on as kind of like a, not, not filler in a way, but like really like no Chadwick. And you know, that now they have this new show. 
pretty much. And it's basically, I think it's, it's literally because of that. Like now they have almost more time to dive into that. Yeah. Because they could do Wakanda without, sadly, they'll, they have to, but the, now that they have to, they could spend more time on the other characters, right? Because let's be real. The real reason I went to go see Black Panther was for Black Panther. And I mean, that's yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, I say that damn well knowing that Black Panther's coming back. It's just not going to be T'Challa. Yeah, correct. It's most likely going to be Shuri uh, or maybe like a Koye, but I think it's going to be Shuri. You don't think they'd bring like, OK, now with that being said, do they bring in? Yes. An actor of the same stature as Chadwick to kind of. No. OK, not to replace him, not even not to play his character, but in like a kind of. I don't know. The only person they'd bring back is Michael B. Jordan, True. I think. That's what I was thinking. That I mean, that's. That's basically what I was getting at. Like, would they bring someone in just to fill that gap in the movie? Like, you know, that that emotional center, like like a Sterling K. Brown or like, you know, like just yeah, anybody yeah, to fill that hole. I mean, you can't just there's going to be a big villain regardless. Right. You can't just say, oh, let's cast a really good person his name or or whoever the villain's going to be. You, you need that. I love Sherry. Don't get me wrong. But you need someone with Chadwick's like oomph you know that that like holy shit that's the guy like that's the dude right there we need one of those yeah we we need it yeah i know what you mean yeah it definitely makes sense um quick rapid fire here because actually a few things uh number one um the captain marvel 2 villain has been cast we don't know the character but Um, we know the actress we know the actress kind of thinking it's going to She's going to play Veronica, the uh, Talos' daughter, who ends up being one of the main factors of Secret Invasion. It would 100% make sense. She's like a radical scroll. Yeah, and, um, so I think I think that's possibly where we could go with that. Uh, another thing is Wanda Maximoff's struggle will continue to be a major theme in future MCU movies. So they're really like diving into the mental health aspect of her. Which I think is, I mean, it's what her character is. I mean, I think that's and like to just go from what they're doing right now. I think we're seeing the yeah, prelude basically to she's it. She's going from villain to hero back to villain, or and then on a redemption arc. Yeah, you could almost say anti-hero in a way, not in the fact that she actually is, but that her trying to be a hero or help herself actually, you know, turns her into a villain. Yeah, I, I she could just be the only villain. She could be. She very well could be the only thing here. The big bad. See, that's I. Th- it's possible that the actual uh, multiverse villain doesn't be- get shown until like the post credits. Yeah. Oh, that would like suck. you see like maybe flat. You see like maybe flashes of uh, like some sort of like force or something in these in this like last battle, but you don't actually see who it is until the uh, very very end. I don't think so though. Just because from what the showrunners and directors have said, I know I quote them often, but they basically said that the ending is very cathartic, meaning that it's it's going to pay off. They're saying, they're basically telling the fans, don't worry, you're going to get the ending you want, we're going to wrap everything up for you. Or they could just be lying to our face. Moving on real quick, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out March 19th. Uh, it's currently tracking uh, 200% higher in terms of audience uh, hype over the Mandalorian, very, very exciting. Number. 
Now, someone said, how do they track it? Do they just walk into your house and scan you through like your computer screen or something? Oh, yeah, they're watching us yeah, right now. What's up, Kevin? How's it going? <laughs> Uh, one thing about Kevin, though, he is opposed to releasing Black Widow concurrently in theaters and on Disney+. I Plus, did see so that on Reddit. They're definitely going theaters. They're, they're definitely going theaters, and it is Mr. But, Kevin's But fault. we do know that Kevin doesn't... I mean, he makes the decisions, but there also is someone that someone else that can. I mean, just look at the whole Guardians yeah. 3 situation and James Gunn. Like, do you think Kevin Feige would have ever let go of James Gunn? At least not that fast. They would have done an actual fucking... Investigation. Uh... Yeah, like how you're normally supposed to do it. But, uh, yeah, cancel culture sucks. However, Cara Dune fired from Disney. That's a well-worth cancel. Yeah. <laughs> I think She sucks also, first yeah. of all. I didn't like her character like whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> Everyone was hyping up her getting her own show and was excited about it. I mean, here's the thing is that I will recognize. I wouldn't that, have watched it. That wim- like women of her body type don't get representation on screen and i do think we need a strong woman like in that show like i could see i could see where like from an outside perspective where it kind of sucks that that happened yeah they should definitely replace her i just didn't particularly like her as a yeah i just didn't i didn't like her as an actress i didn't even really like her in deadpool you know like just something about her face is like it's just it's like fake i don't know it's a mean acting face she puts on yeah Literally. Real quick, someone said Riri Williams could possibly be the engineer or Talos' daughter. Would make sense. Just felt like bringing that up real quick. Yeah. Um, the magic alien Minotaur, Rintra, will be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> the dude from 1917 plays him. Uh, this Minotaur, if you don't know who he is, a lot of magical ability, abilities. Uh, I think it's going to be... Doctor Strange 2 is going to be a wild, wild ride. I think all these... Movies are going to be wild. Adam Hugel or Hugel. I can't pronounce his name. I, 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 I haven't seen I 1917. That. So, um, Hawkeye, they're doing action scenes. There was uh, pics of them in action. Did you see Eternal secretly filmed in like San Diego or something? Or like LA? Yeah, they did a couple of reshoots. Yeah. So, who knows if that movie's ever going to come out? <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, I'm sure they're just perfecting yeah. it. I can't wait for that. Uh, Thor 4 news real quick. Tessa Thompson has arrived on set. Christian Bale will be there soon. Uh, Karen Gillan plays Nebula. Palm, who plays uh, Mantis and Drax, have all finished filming already, which kind of uh, might lead into my theory about Guardians 3, where they're going to be split into like two or three teams. One team is going to be looking for Gamora, which I think will be like Star-Lord, Thor, and stuff. Also dealing with maybe Warlock and Rocket's storyline with the High Evolutionary. Yeah. And then you'll have, like, Drax, um, Nebula and stuff. Maybe they're, maybe they're looking for Gamora, actually. And then also the rumor that um, Drax will be looking for his family because apparently they might be alive. Wow. So the fact that they left early and, you know, Chris Pratt's still there filming Star-Lord stuff um, kind of led to believe that might be the case. Well... Which makes sense, right? We we knew they weren't going to be in the movie the whole time. Yeah, we knew it. Quail. 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 Damn, and I think other than that... That's it? That's it. That's a wrap for uh, this episode, episode 17. If you're a fan, leave a rating, leave a review. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and more. Share a friend. Post this if you want. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Twitter's where I'm mainly at, so if you want like all the news and announcements, follow me on there. Send me a DM. Send me some questions. I'm always answering shit. Um, 
follow the YouTube channel, and I've been posting on the daily, so go sub over there, like I just said. Other than that, any last final words? Nope. We'll catch you on a blip. Peace. Peace.